0: Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Jonathan. Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We've been doing understanding current world events in light of Bible prophecy, and then we've been checking the news at nighttime, and tonight's going to be uh, a pretty good one because we're going to start examining what, what states... Are doing what to open back up? And you're going to find out whether you live in a communist state or a free market state. And we're going to take a look at uh, the two sides of the arguments, the people that think we're opening up way too early and the people that think we're opening up way too late and see which one has credibility. So we do that every night at eleven 11.15, uh, 11.30 in there. And we've been coming on in the afternoon and talking Bible prophecy. Next week, I'm going to do the whole week on a, as a minister's institute for what ministry is going to look like with these challenges for the next three months, and uh, what ideas you can use to go forward in whatever God's called you to do. So next week is going to be something that you don't want to miss, uh, starting on Monday. I hope you've enjoyed us checking Bible prophecy. Kawika, Abby, Dr. Sarah D., nice to see you. Jonathan, and uh, I see people on Facebook saying they they get knocked offline all the time when they're watching. Watch on YouTube. YouTube is the best stream to watch on, and you can pay for YouTube Red. I think it's $9 a month. That allows, that allows you to close the app out. And uh, what state capitals are people protesting in, Jonathan? I'd be interested to know. Good to see you in Ohio, Louisville, Kentucky. Lloyd, Shane, Leslie, Connor. Great to have you all here. So today, I wanted to open the phone lines up and take your questions on life end time events, and ministry right now. Basically anything, um, in Bible prophecy, I want like, if you have an actual Bible prophecy question, I'm not interested in getting into the gray areas. What do the seven crowns on the ten horns mean? I I, I stick with the basic things that can't be disputed in Bible prophecy. So I'm not looking to have like a deep theological discussion for the sake of having a boring theological discussion. God, God bless you, Robert in Houston. Love you. But I would like to take your questions On life with coronavirus, if you're, hey, South Dakota, I miss you guys. Had a great, great time there. And just connect with you uh, now that the thing's changing and America's going to start slowly opening back up, which I think it's going to open up quicker than slower. Um, Any questions you have about business, money, life, best way to navigate through what you're going through right now, if you're a pastor, we can get a head start on what we're going to cover next week and talk about ministry. And, um, and then if you have questions about things you heard about Bible prophecy, you can call 412-206-6274. I'll stay with you for about an hour, and I'm looking forward to speaking to you. Matt, I actually know, know that answer, and I think honest people know the answer to it, and they don't like to talk about it because it sounds insane, but it's pretty easy to see what it is in the Bible. Good to see you, Pete. Lynchburg, Virginia. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Great city. I saw Trudeau just announced you guys are going are gonna to be shut down longer. I'm <laughs> glad you enjoyed last night, Diane. All right. What part of Maine, Richard? I lived there for 13 years. 412-206-6274. Somebody get the ball rolling. Governor Wolf in Pennsylvania has legislation on his desk right now um, to open Pennsylvania up immediately. But it had no Democrat support. He's a Democrat, so it's pretty doubtful that he's going to sign it. And I don't think they have enough people to do the two-thirds override. Assuming I I should check up on the Pennsylvania state constitution. But assuming it's set up like America, people are going to have to open up soon. People have had enough. Loon Lake, I've stayed there, Brett. That's a beautiful spot, Logan, West Virginia. Love you, Holton. That's where my uh, great grandma lived her whole life. All right, let's go. Four one two two zero six six two seven four. Ah, thank you. Your name and where you're calling from. Amy from South Dakota. Oh, from South Dakota! Great, nice to uh, nice to have you on. You were in the meetings in South Dakota. I was. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad you called.
1: Really enjoyed it. I'm glad. Um, one of my kids was there, and you um, spoke a word over her, and that's actually kind of connected to my question. It Go ahead. seems like the more time that we are spending in the Word with this time at home. We are just growing and growing and growing. And you talk a lot about, um, or a lot of prophetic people are talking about the next generation. My son has been spoken over that he has a prophetic gift. How do I make sure as his parent, to, I've been told to make sure that I'm ushering in that gift. Like, how are we, um, know that we're equipped to... I don't even know how to say this. I just—I don't want to miss this opportunity of this deep, rich um, anointing in the kids, especially when we have their one-on-one attention. But how do you suggest um, the ushering in the spiritual gifts that seem to be so heavy right now? I—I uh,
0: I think uh, you don't have anything to worry about because you've done your part. The fact that you—you had your kids in an atmosphere where they could be around god's presence and receive from him and you know you've you've done what you're to do as a mother there comes a part where the uh. cho- where the kids ha- have to grab hold of it but i wouldn't let i wouldn't let any doubt about that creep in the same way you've done a good job up until now your kids are serving the lord most people's aren't uh, they're interested in the things of god you're doing what's right and so as you keep them you know, that's your job as a parent. You create an atmosphere for the presence of God in your house, and you take them to a, to a church where they're under leadership that are anointed men and women of God, and then you reap the benefits of it. So the same way the Holy Spirit led you correctly this whole time, as you follow his leading, your, your, your children will continue to turn out right. And then there comes a time, how old are they now?
1: The one that I'm specifically talking about is um, 12. The one that you spoke out to was um, is 15. Um, I get what you're saying. It's like they're saying, Mom, we're content at home, and I know that it's because in the public school we don't get to spend these hours and hours in the Word. Right. And so it's almost like the school is a distraction, and we're seeing a whole other side of their spiritual giftings because of this
0: time at home. You're, you're exactly right. You know, I, I, I bet you there's a lot of people that are watching that feel that way, that now that you've had to, adj- you know, now that we've all had to adjust our lives, there's yeah. some, you know, and people say, man, I can't wait for things to go back to normal. But there's some things, uh-uh. there's some things that, that maybe would be good to permanently change. So whether you change how they do schooling or just make sure to work in time when they're home from school, to spend time in the Word and, and not give that up and make that a priority over school. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not for stupidity. People should do well in school. But I think, right. you know, if I had the choice between my kids getting straight A's and, and not having <laughs> any time for anything else or, you know, uh, uh, an, a, an a all B's and a C and spend time in the Word and spend time as a family together yeah. and all that, I would take the second one any, any day. I agree. Yeah, you're doing right. You know huh. the fact the fact that your kids are serving the Lord and have a hunger for God. Just just keep doing what you're doing. Which what you've been doing is following God's leading for your family, and that that's what's important. Every family's not the same. Every person's not not the same. So right. God God obviously God has general guidelines in the Bible that can't be violated. But then. When it comes to specifically tailoring things for your family, that's where the leading of the Holy Spirit comes in, and you followed that correctly, and you'll continue to follow it, and and your kids will do great things for God.
1: Their dreams are increasing. Just the whole group of that we were there. It seems like there was such an anointing imparted, and then the the lockdown happened, and our kids are just reaping the benefits of that, and it's just so amazing to see what God's doing. Well, I'm, I'm I'm glad you I, picked I, I up on that. I don't
2: want to go
0: back. Yeah, you're, you're very smart to pick up on that and keep, keep it up. Keep keep spending time together. I've enjoyed it with with Adalis, myself, and Camila. It's just, it's been nice just being home and like mm-hmm. you instructing your, your children and spending time with God. I, I would not I wouldn't throw that away when, when when this is over. And obviously, you sound like you're not going to. And thank you for, for calling. Thank you. For, thank you. Thanks for being the brave first caller. Have a great weekend. <laughs>
2: yeah, you too.
0: Bye. Bye. Well, that was a great first call four one two two zero six six two seven four. Your name and where you're hey, calling here. from.
3: Hey, my name is Dylan. I'm calling from uh, Griswold, Connecticut.
0: Ah, where where did you uh, f- see me first, or where did we meet up? I
3: I just saw you in New London a few months ago, actually, for the first time. I came with my pastor and uh, a few friends, but man, it was it was a powerful time, and
0: I remember. That's uh that that's great to hear from you again. Go ahead with your question. Um,
3: so my wife and I, uh, we have two kids, and we we got an opportunity for uh, from our in laws to move into their house, and they got plenty of space. They're gonna help us take care of the kids. Let's pay off some debt. But my heart for them is to see them saved, to see them healed, um, see them delivered. I mean, they're not living. They're not living for God right now. Um, this is who this is who your parents, they, you said? My, my in-laws. Oh, your in-laws. My wife's parents. Yep. So um, my wife's mother's family is just very scarred by the church. Um, she grew up in a kind of... Her, her parents are Christians, but they kind of grew up very rough. And from the side of Christianity, they saw, they didn't see what I, what I know to be true. They didn't see divine healing. They didn't see the goodness of God. They just saw kind of like God telling you, not even God telling them, but their parents were just real strict and not, I wouldn't say they were, they were spirit filled, but that's not my business. Um, I'm just curious Like, I would love to see my, my in-laws and my brother-in-laws just totally saved. And I'm just not sure how to go about it. I feel like, I feel like I'm working, I'm working from the outside in with them. And, um, I I had tuned in months ago, and I'm pretty sure I heard you say that you saw your in-laws and in, in your brother-in-law and your sister-in-law saved, and that's why I'm asking that question.
0: Well, I, and that's what, and that's what I was going to tell you from my experience. When 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 I started dating Adalis, uh, the, not not many of the family went to church, and and, uh, and the nephews and everybody that that I'm real close with now, and so. I'll give you a couple of things for everybody on here, because I, I bet it would be a majority of people watching and listening that have uh, unsafe family. Family is the toughest to reach, because the Bible says, no, no man after the flesh, no him after the spirit. So they know you. They, there's things about you they don't like. They, there's decisions you've made they don't agree with. So sure. the big mistake, and Brother Hagin taught this, I wouldn't talk to him about the things of God. Unless they bring it up. I never did. And one thing that's a persuasion principle, not necessarily a Bible principle, but a persuasion principle, is people receive you, and then they receive whatever it is that you like. So once people like you a lot, then they're open to where you eat, whether you work out or not, uh, what kind of diet you have, all kinds of things. It's like I I told my dad, when my father father has a gift this way, when he finishes preaching, I said, you could give an altar call for 10 people to help you start an ice cream store in town, and 10 people would come forward because they like you. And so that's what I focused on. Do two things. This is what I did. I prayed for my family. I prayed for my nephews. And then two, be extremely kind and nice with no strings attached. You know, sure. whatever you do for them. Pay for them to get their car fixed. Take take your brother to a, a Red Sox game, whatever you do. Then don't ever say anything after. Like, now listen, we have Easter services coming up, and I, I'd love if you came. Never bring it up. And then yeah. just continue to be kind. It's like with my nephews. They all, they all go to church with me and everything now. None of them went to church. I, I never talked to them about Christian things. I played... Uh, I played Xbox with them long periods of time, took them nice places, took them to amusement parks. And then what happens is when people like you, and like you said, people have had bad experiences with Christians in churches. So they have their guard up, and, and they group you in with them. I've had people do that to me. I had a guy that was yeah. abused by a priest that, you, oh, you, you know, they just group you together. Meanwhile, I'm not a priest or, or anything. And so it takes a little time to, to show them that you're different. You know, I would have family members drink in front of me. I never sneered at them. Don't give a dirty look. Don't, don't ever say anything you feel like, like, I don't know how anybody could drink like that in front of their children. Ne- don't judge. People on the inside already know what they're doing wrong. Just be kind and let the Spirit of God lead you about being generous and being a blessing. And there's only so long somebody can resist somebody like that. And somebody in the comments said, Fast as well, yeah, I would take three days and fast and pray for family by name, father send, send people into their path, cause things in their life, uh, cause things to happen in their life that open them up to the gospel, and God will answer your prayer, claim, claim their soul in prayer, but the things not to do, you know don't don't even even if they try to goad you into it, an argument about abortion, an argument about hmm. Uh, Evolution creation an argument about they don't like Donald Trump. I wouldn't spend any time You're not trying to convert them to the Republican Party or to vote for Donald Trump You're trying you're you're trying to win their soul and the way you do that The goodness of God draws people to repentance and the reason people can't win their family to the Lord is that They try to take authority over their family. Now listen, you know, you have children now You need to start taking them to church. They never asked you, you know Pray and be, be somebody that when they find out you're coming over their house, they're excited. Not, oh, Lord, are going to have to hear about <laughs> Jesus again. So if you do that, they'll come to Christ. All right. Awesome. Love you, brother. Thanks for calling in. Love you. Thanks so much. Yeah, two good calls. 412-206-6274. We'd love to have another one. Good to see you, C.J. Harris, Joe Spence, Dan Patswald. More people from South Dakota. Awesome. James, God bless you. Scroll up on the comments, whoever that was that gave. Um, I want to say thank you. $200 seed. My, my, my deep thank you. Eric, Eric, thank you so much. Um, your name and where you're calling from.
2: Suzanne from Simpsonville, South Carolina.
0: South Carolina. I've never been there, so how did you find me?
2: Hello Jonathan. Um I didn't I guess I'm just <laughs> i 'm turning my phone off i 'm sorry no, sir. Uh, i found you I follow Rodney Howard Brown really closely i 've been to the ministers and Leaders Conference down there a few years back and and i 've watched all of his uh, live streams, so I saw you preaching up there and that 's how I found out about you you know and so we love you and we love your ministry and I love your boldness and uh, the recent Easter service. So what I wanted to say, I'm so excited that families are starting to really get their children on and interested in the Lord. And the way to do that, I had a recent experience with a teenager, and we went through several stages. But loving her and praying for her in spite of maybe the bad words she would say back to me, worked better than anything. It brought her a long way and the prodigals are coming home. I want to encourage everybody, the young people, the way to win them is through love, love, love and prayer. I just saw a great change and a great miracle in my family, so I give God the glory. And my daughter was brought from an abusive situation, actually too abusive, into a good Christian marriage, and they're serving the Lord and in ministry now, so I just give God the glory. So I want to encourage everybody that love never fails, and I love you too, Jonathan, and God bless you, uh, you and Adelis. Adelis. And, and, <laughs>
0: and everything everything you said is true, and everything you said sounds so much Much better in a South Carolina accent than when I say it
2: and i 'm an alabamian i 'm really a displaced alabamian. My parents are ninety four and ninety five in Tuscaloosa. My dad is a World War II vet and he pastored until he was ninety two wow. and he lo- he's a He loves the Lord he 's a Baptist and he just recently wanted to get the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues after so many years. <laughs> he was watching he was watching Jimmy Swagger a couple of years ago and he got hungry to pray in the Holy Ghost so Never give up. God is just moving in a great way, and we're going to see the glory, and I can't wait to get in one of your services. I love to worship God, and, um, of course, I've made a CD. I've been playing the piano since I was seven, and my music teacher prayed that I would have a dream of hell now i was climbing out windows when i was 14 and 15. i was going to the river with my friends and and my piano teacher found out and i'm an adopted child and she prayed and she said lord should i tell her parents i feel responsible i I feel like suzanne could get in danger and she prayed and the lord said no just pray for her and i had i actually had like Saul on the road to damascus a dream of hell but it was the greatest night of my life I actually felt the flames of hell on my feet, and then I said, Lord, forgive me. When he took the burden of sin, the trees and everything looked so beautiful that day. And my whole life, I was 16, was transformed because of a piano teacher's prayers. And that's what these parents can be encouraged. You can pray, and your children will have a face-to-face with Jesus. And then I was on the road you know for years with her doing evangelism and things so just be encouraged all these young people that are raising their children now uh you know you're going to find that that love works miracles in your life and i love you jonathan god bless and we'll we'll keep in touch i didn't mean to get off on a tangent
0: but, well <laughs> but you
2: have a blessed day
0: <laughs> hey and i love Al- alabama um i've only been to vernon alabama you don't know where that is dear
2: is that, um, it's is on the it Mississippi border.
0: No, Vernon. It's on the Mississippi border. It's a town of like 1,100. Oh, is it
2: close to Columbus, Mississippi?
0: Yes. The, yeah, that's the next closest place. I actually stayed in Columbus and and drove to the church in Vernon.
2: I know a pastor and his wife that are just precious. They, he pastored for more than 50 years. I think he's getting kind of old. There's a church in Tuscaloosa called Happy Church, and uh, the <laughs> pastor lady is about 85, and I've we've associated with her ministry. Every time I go down, she gets me to sing and play and speak. But Alabama is really uh, a great place. You know, Tuscaloosa is... Uh, Uh, Right in the middle of this crisis, but there are a lot of Christian pastors and people down that I know. A couple of black pastors that I know are dear friends of mine, and the Lord allowed me to win her to Christ about 35 years or so ago. And she was going to get drunk that night, and I saw her in a dark parking lot in her car, and the Holy Spirit had me walk up to her window, and I said, Jesus loves you. Do you want to talk about Jesus? And she let me get in her car. She asked Jesus in her heart. I took her to the church that night, and her face was illuminated, literally lit up with God's love. And now we're best of friends. And she's been pastoring with her husband there in Tuscaloosa, and and they've been on the city council. She and her family for many years, and I just, don't be afraid to walk up and just say, Jesus loves you. Do you want to talk about Jesus? It's not hard, because she she never went to get drunk. She never, she found something better, something higher, you know, a higher, there's no high like the most high, Jonathan, and Jonathan is really... His family, your, your uncle is uh, Ted Shuttlesworth, who is a great man of God as well, and your dad is Tiff. I think you sent me his CD, and I have your book. So I want to recommend Jonathan's book. You need to go to RevivalToday.com, and you need to click on Give and just give a small offering, and they'll send you his book or a big offering, oh. See, get <laughs> on sure. that website, because he's feeding a 1,000 children a day, and we need to feed the hungry. I'm getting on my high horse. Just love the people. And you'll see how food will come back to your house. You won't be in need. And yes, right now we're slow on our jobs, some of Americans. But we're going to prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. God said it, and He isn't going to let the righteous be forsaken or His seed begging bread. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm an old fashioned <laughs> I'm an hey, old fashioned lady. Speaking of food. Thank you, Jonathan, for your blessing yeah, to what, our uh, ministry. Wait
0: a second. Speak Speaking of food, I bet. I, why do I get the feeling you're a good cook?
2: Oh, I am! I am. We cooked. We cooked a roast. We cooked a whole bunch of food: a roast, carrot, potatoes, onions. My husband, he always takes a cooked lunch to work, and uh, some of his coworkers and would just ooh and ah over it. But we we love vegetables. My mom raised me on good old corn and peas from the garden, and tomatoes from Alabama. They would pile it into the freezer every year. I was raised on the. I tell you, I had the best parents in the world. I'm adopted from the Sellers Baptist home in New Orleans, Louisiana. And, uh,. I would have been aborted had it been 10 years later or 15. But God loves people, even if they've been through an abortion or even had one, like Lori Baker had several, Jim's wife. And now she has a home for unwed mothers. God loves you. He's not wanting to condemn you or beat you over the head. He wants to say, come into my arms. I want to love you, and I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you if if you've even been in the homosexual lifestyle. I love you. I'm, I'm calling you. He loves everybody, and, and that's what we've got to do. If the church doesn't love, we're never going to win souls. Love goes hand in hand with evangelism. You can't go out and try to win a soul if you don't love that person.
0: What's the and, wh- and like
2: Rodney has that soul winning script. All we've got to do is download it, and it says, uh, did you know God has a great and a wonderful plan for your life? So that if we start sharing the love of God... We're gonna. You can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar. That's an old saying. If you show the love of Christ, it will win these young people. It'll win these wayward teenagers that are struggling to find their identity. They don't know really who they are, but if they find out, hey, God loves me. I do have a. There is a plan for me. He created me in His image. I There's no big eyes and little hues. I love. Just making a little child. I have a five-year-old grandbaby, Jonathan, and I saw your beautiful daughter. And my little grandbaby will say a prayer in the name of Jesus for anybody just like Rodney's. Uh, young kids, kids do up there at the river. I'm telling you, if you raise a child from the age up, they will be praying for you at the age of 3, 4, and 5. That's true. And they have faith. Hey. Well, we've seen miracles. Our little grandbaby will pray for the sick. She's 5 years old. And she is amazing. There, she should hungry for God. She wants to see every Bible cartoon she can, every veggie tales, and and that's the way they can learn, and they learn about all the Bible characters that way, and then you can read them the books about it, you know? keep them in the word and then when they grow up they won't depart from it t- but anyway, t- I think t- tell tell me what you said f- did come back tell me what you I'm said having, your first I name have was a again family now and uh, what you know, I- what is your first name God gave me because the one before that was abusing my my daughter and I'm I'm sure she's not watching this or I would never tell this and you do I'm not telling her name anyway no you but can I'm say just it. telling in love. just people you know, watching all love. over the
0: world uh what'd you say your first name was?
2: Suzanne S U S A N N E Tuck, T U Su- C K. And I t- do have how C D I'm gonna tuck mail you again? one, Jonathan, to your ministry. I hope you and your wife will enjoy it. I don't sell them. I've just recently produced them at a studio and I would love to share one with you, you hey,
0: know. Let me ask you something. What's the weather like in South Carolina today?
2: It's absolutely gorgeous it's 70 degrees and uh you know it's just beautiful it's perfect and so we can rejoice in the lord this is the day the lord's made we will rejoice and i'm gonna go out and walk my dog in a minute and you know it's just gorgeous. Hey, hey, wh- i wish you could come here uh, and run a crusade um
0: what you kind know, of I've dog do you have? I've been
2: to Sid Studios up in uh, Charlotte many times to his interviews. You know, he interviewed Tracy Cook recently, and I was there, and Tracy actually called my name out. I was like, whoa. I was like, <laughs> so it's just a God thing. You know, I've enjoyed being at Sid's studios for his interviews, and I've been to Atlanta to hear Rodney Howard Brown, and I've been to Tampa. But I, would, I haven't heard you in person yet, but you need to come to the South Carolina area. I saw people wanting you to move here and there and everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what kind of dog but do you, you have, Susan? You-
2: you have encouraged us every night. It's it's really, I've been watching you every night, and you have just kept us on target with this thing so that we can see the progress, the light at the end of the tunnel. And also, Rodney said that God said to him, the time is not yet. That means we have time to get this harvest in. We have, a, it may be a four, five, six year, we don't know how long. But by the grace of God, this is the time to win souls. It's the time, Jonathan, because people are hungry now they're softened up, their hearts are softened That's you know true. more so
0: what kind of what kind of dog do you have?
2: It's a Pekinese, and he's eleven years old And his name. My daughter named him Prince Charming, and he is adorable I'll tell you and uh He's not the smartest dog. He is a, a purebred, <laughs> but he is very loyal, and he will look up at you, and I believe he'll be in heaven. I I think Billy Graham even felt that some of the domesticated animals might. You know, I'm sure there'll be animals in heaven. Now, the Lord knows. He's, of course, he hasn't. he doesn't understand. <laughs> He's not going to be saved, but I believe God will let us see some of our beloved pets you know over on the other side of uh, we 're just one split second from eternity we 're one split second from heaven that 's how close <laughs> it is it 's just one dimension and it 's so much more real than what we 're experiencing and this is just this is just a passing through place we're, we we 're going to have To be in the presence of God and the angels and Jesus forever is going to be simply wonderful. And Jonathan, for years, I would beat myself over the head about sin, and I learned that you don't carry your baggage. I don't care what we've done. We can't do enough penance to get our forgiveness. Jesus' blood just totally takes it away. Just say, Lord, take it. Boom, it's gone. And then don't carry it. He casts into the sea of his forgetfulness. Maybe there's somebody who feels, oh, I'm just so bad. I've done this. I've done that. Look, it's all about the blood and washing it white as snow. So they love uh, everyone out there should be encouraged and know that God loves you in a time like this. He loves you and he wants to care for you individually.
0: That's true. How long have you had the dog?
2: Uh, we've had it for 11 years. We got it when it was a puppy. I would have never really, to be honest with you, uh, to get a house pet wasn't my thing, but my daughter was 13 at the time. She's 24. And when I went in the store, the, the, the pet owner, she just wanted to pet this little Dog and the lady, the, the lady at the store was young, and she said, "You'll have to go in that little cubicle with your daughter." And she started petting that dog, and he was loving her. Oh, he, they were just instantly, you know drawn to each other and uh, the ladies I said I'm going to have to call my husband because it was like a $600 dog I'm like I never was end up you know paying a lot of money for a pet never had done anything like that and the lady said oh don't call your your husband and Jonathan this is almost like an example of where uh, you know Eve talked to the serpent (laughs) and I I didn't call my husband and I brought the pet home and uh, of course at first he, he wasn't too happy that I'd spent $600 but then quickly he did decide he told my daughter if you if you want to keep and he certainly didn't make me take him back and now he just loves him Oh, uh, so he's become like a member of the family <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sure uh, I, I'm sure you and your husband are hard working people but when you do get a chance to like take a vacation or go away what, or, and you get a little time what do you like to do
2: oh I love. well i tell you what I would like to do is go back to the river at Tampa Bay <laughs> you know, because uh we do like to go up though to uh the Blue Ridge Parkway in Asheville, you know, and you can ride on those uh mountainous trail or roads and you can just stop every half a mile or two and look over into the the uh beautiful smoky mountain I mean the well, the mountains there. Uh, off the Blue Ridge Parkway and in Asheville and up around Hendersonville and I like to go get the the uh, barbecue up there uh, you know and um of course I was raised in Tuscaloosa and I worked at the University of Alabama for 5 years there at the financial aid office and you know and um uh, so I had like I said I was honored to have a, a good Christian piano teacher who later became my minister as well as Coworker in the Lord, and they said, "As long as she 's alive, I will never die because I do play a lot like she did. She trained me, and we had such a good time when you 're out worshipping the lord and it was it was the best days of my life. We had t v and radio we sang on the local seven hundred club program, as well as many other and I've been a prayer partner at TV 16 here in Greenville, six, uh, South Carolina for 24 years. So wow. I've, I'm, uh, you know, they were going to recently get me to sing on the air when Adnan Mukfood from New York was interviewed. He's starting eight churches in Pakistan. You may have heard of the late night talk show with Adnan, M-A-Q-S-O-O-D, Food And he, you might want to check Vision TV out. Or, or, Jonathan because he has an international platform there. He interviewed Clarice Fluet last night on live stream and uh, he's a young man and he's from Pakistan but he lives in New York. So his name is Adnan and he's on the late night talk and he's with Vision TV. But your your family is so such a heritage. I just can't get over the fact about your dad i haven't uh, you know heard him much but i've heard your uncle ted oh there's an anointing like rw shambach i mean i don't you don't compare people that the bible says don't compare them but he is a greatly he's like you when you pray for the sick you're seeing miracles. I've seen some of the testimonies out there that you had recently, and God is moving. He's no respecter of persons. If no. you believe, he'll answer your prayer. You know. We've seen miracles even in Alabama. We've seen them in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. We, You know, if you asked. Jesus said, "You would receive." You know, if you seek, you'll find. So anyway, uh, your your uncle and your dad, I suppose, they're in their ministries, going on with their ministries as well, aren't they, Jonathan? Uh,
0: you know, I haven't asked them. I think uh, uh, sure. you, I think you know, my uncle Ted's been on every night, and then my my dad, I think, is planning what he's going to do for his next step. But uh, okay, yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not going to stop.
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, isn't that wonderful? I imagine you have a lot of grandparents that were in the ministry. I can just, I don't know that, but I'm sure your family is full of the heritage of the generations of God. I mean, you're just from a long string of ministers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, listen, I didn't mean to keep you. But I I'm
2: sorry, I, Jonathan. I didn't mean to keep you. No, but no. But I have enjoyed it, and, and I will send you one of my CDs, and may the Lord bless you, and we love you all, okay? Hey,
0: have you ever had a Jehovah's Witness knock on your door?
2: Uh, my friend did. I was telling you about my friend, uh, my piano teacher, and yeah. they knocked on the wrong door. <laughs> I, she showed them the love of Christ, and the woman, she really did get, I don't remember, she wasn't. You know, she's not, she was a loving person, so I haven't really had one here, I say I have it, a few times, and I would tell them Jesus loves them, but, you know, I really, I know there is a burning hail, because I actually experienced the flames on my feet, I mean, I know there is one. So nobody can tell me there's not. But there's also uh, the love of God that absolutely takes it away. You know, the Bible, uh, that song says, "'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed.'" So God is not wanting us to be afraid of hell because he created it for the devil and his angels. But I was just on a fast track going there. But then he, he made me... He made me a child of His kingdom, so that's He takes away the the fear. But those people don't believe there is a literal burning hell, and there is a literal burning hell. I know because God loves us enough to save us and to die for us. He did a drastic thing when He came down here. Jesus did to die so that we would not have to go there, and so He would just He weeps over the people. I mean, He loves us. He He just. It just—he he he wants no one to go to hell, not a soul.
0: That's true. Uh,
2: That's why he died. So,
0: you and your husband, Hunter, do anything outdoors?
2: My husband has worked in a plant here for more than four, almost forty-three years. So when we do have a chance to take off we go to alabama to visit my parents which we love them so dearly oh, 94 sir. 95 independent people that just keep going for the lord and and doing real well living with my brother you know down there so i love to go down there so we don't do much hunting do you like to hunt deer and things or have you ever hunted before
0: um i my dad took me when i was 12 and i didn't enjoy it cuz I, I don't like being uh, outside
2: Yeah, I don't think I would like being out there. I mean, I wouldn't be out there. But um, now I like deer meat. My mom would cook a deer roast in with the beef, and it was delicious. I like it too.
0: Yeah, I. You know, I hope your husband appreciates that he has a wife that makes him home cooked meals because not everyone has that.
2: That's a blessing, Jonathan. Thank you so much. Do you? Let me let me tell you you something. Let me tell you something.
0: something? You're a blessing. You've made my day. Thank you you so much. You are such a happy. You can, like, feel the love of God in your voice.
2: Well, I really do. Love, I have a, a soul-winning thing. I, I mean, God has really called me, and I want to get bolder. I used to, Jonathan, i not, I went to every convenience store in Tuscaloosa. I gave out tracks for years. I gave out thousands. I went to bars. I went to prisons. And now I've got to, you know, when you're, <clears throat> now it's sort of a different thing. I'm going to have to get even bolder when I go out. I know uh Monday Martin takes it to the streets of Nashville, but I've got to really go out and use those soul winning scripts. And I want to become a soul winning station again, but I don't really want to submit my uh application for that through the river until I start doing some soul winning. So this is really, I did do my first Facebook live stream since all this went down. And, uh, uh, I might private message you that, but I played for about an hour. I gave, uh, the Lord just gave me the music. He gave me the scripture about Isaiah 40, comfort ye, comfort ye my people. And then it goes on down to say about the glory of God is going to come. And I didn't even have that prepared, Jonathan. It just came right when I got out here. And I've got a baby grand right out here. And and uh, like right now, I could play you something, but the I don't think it would carry good.
0: Somewhere. No, no, it, <laughs> it, it might get- Give, give it a try if you, just put the okay. phone button.
2: Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Well, uh, I was shocked by a
3: heavy murder.
0: That actually sounds great. I know you said that's the last one, but just one more, if you would.
2: Believe, and I'm going to win some souls because he that wineth souls is wise. And I don't care what the world says. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father God but by Him. He is the way. So, friend, He's the way. And if, you know, don't. Don't look for another. There is not another. When you see in His heart the love on that cross, He would have done it for you, one soul. He would have done it for me. He would have done it just for one, Jonathan. He would have done it for Mary, Bill, whoever you are. And uh, so, don't, don't, don't do. or count the love of God. you got to stand on that love. you got to depend on that love in the darkest hour. You'll come through. For the God on the mountain is still God in the valley. And the God of the day is still God of the night. And I love the McCainies too. Anyway, I didn't mean to get off on all that, but I love you all. I'm not apologizing because I feel like i delivered myself. No,
0: you, 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 you did You did the right thing. I'm so glad that you called You made the day.
2: Thank you, Jonathan. You really. So I didn't mean to hold you all up. You probably had other plans, but maybe I hope some soul came to God. I'd be thrilled if I did, you
0: know? No, you helped a lot of people. Listen, I'm in charge of the show. If I I didn't want you on, I could easily hang the phone up. You were great. I kept you on.
2: Thank you so much. Well, that encourages me. And I don't know how these phones carry, but like I
0: said... Oh, it sounded great.
2: I'm going to pro- private message you that service when my music really did carry over that day. It came really well. But I hope you can come to one of our services or something. We'll connect up maybe somewhere. You'll come to this part of the country somewhere, somewhere Alabama or South Carolina or somewhere.
0: No, I, I I can make it happen. We'll make it happen. I And I'll look forward to meeting you in person. It'll be great.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Well, we'll uh, see how we can get a bigger church or something to host. You know what I mean? That's the. If you know people in this area, I think um, then we'll 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 find somebody. Hopefully, we'll let you know.
0: And I don't have any problem going to a small church.
2: Okay, Jonathan. Well, I know you're a blessing, and uh, yes, okay. Well, I was going to host Monday Martin. See, I do have services here in my home, too. And Monday was already scheduled to come, but he and Jennifer, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but he's a prophet, too. M-U-N-D-O-R Martin from Contagious Love International in uh, Nashville. He was coming here in um, <coughs> this last month. We already had a schedule on Sunday morning at 11, and uh, he and His children and his wife, who's really a wonderful woman of God, they were going to have a service, and they were going to Atlanta to a church, and then they were coming here, and then they were going to drive back to Nashville, but they couldn't have it right now. They had to cancel because of the process because the church couldn't host them you know that time so uh, i do have prophets and people here at my home so um god like i said adnan Muxu from vision tv was gonna have a service here too so if you come through here i would be honored to host you here at my house too you know i heard that clarice fluid started that way she started in her home too you know but i don't care whether it's or it's two, but I've got to get somebody on the road to heaven. I've got to. That's in my bones. I've got to do it again. And and like I said, I was out everywhere in Tuscaloosa witnessing, okay, for years when I was just saved and filled with the Holy Ghost and doing evangelistic work. And there was one girl at a store I witnessed to one night, and the girl got murdered an hour and a half after I left the store. And I know I will see her in heaven. And when you know things like that happen, it is no coincidence. Incidents. God sent me in that store. As a matter of fact, uh, my mother in the Lord, the one that I told you, that one near the Christ and prayed for me that I'd be saved. She actually told me at one service, Suzanne, I feel there to tell you, do not lend to your own understanding. I don't know what that meant. I was on my way to the next service to play the piano at the Will Baptist Church that night, and the Holy Spirit dropped it in my heart to stop and give a track out at this store, and I didn't want to because I was going to be late to the other service. But when I thought about what she said... Don't lean to your own understanding. I did. And that's the day that I got to witness to the young lady at the store. And then the next week in the paper, I was in another store, and I heard about how she'd been murdered. And she lived long enough to identify the man that did it, that, uh, a, gen- a man from the store. Uh, apartments behind there had done it and i'll tell you i have said to myself i know that she felt led to tell me don't blame here i don't understand it because that was that girl's last chance and you never know when somebody you're witnessing to it's their last chance and that girl didn't know it she was very kind to me she liked me and she said come back in here and see me again she said i'm a single mother i'm raising my children and you know that night I even felt led, which I never did, Jonathan. This was really God. I must have been speaking the words of God because I said, you could, you know, you could lock these doors tonight and you could go home because I didn't believe it. You know, uh, that. <laughs> Anyway, I really felt in my spirit that selling alcohol and and in that position she was in wasn't exactly the best thing for her. And do you know, I actually told her, I said, you can lock these doors up and leave. And she said, no, my manager wouldn't like that. And she, but she said, come back and see me. I want, I want, and I gave her a track about Jesus, told her Jesus loved her. I know I'll see that girl in heaven. By the grace of God, I'm sure she said, See, the main thing I did was point her to Jesus, and then when she was dying, she had time to identify the man, so I'm sure she prayed and said, Lord, I know there's a God in heaven. You must have sent this girl in here to tell me Jesus loves me tonight. Come into my heart. Boom. I'll see her in heaven. I know I will. It's just very easy to be saved. It's not hard at all. So it's, uh, I'm sure I'll see her there, but to the grace and glory of God, I'm just saying all that to say, you think... You have got 30 years. You think you're going to live to be 80, maybe. Not you, Jonathan, but whoever's listening. And you know what? They're not really promised of a tomorrow. None of us are promised of a tomorrow. So therefore, today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. John, uh, I heard Robin Howard Brown say, I'll give an altar car like it's the last altar car I've ever given. He said, I'm going to give it like it's my last altar call and that's the way Jonathan gives his altar calls he gives them from his heart and people come to Christ I saw that uh, video of you up on the roof and I'm telling you you are preaching under the anointing of God and and just like your uncles and your daddy do and I just praise God for that because that's of evangelism it's what we need again. The young people need it. And I believe we'll have an army of people rising up to tell people about the love of God. It's not in the time you tell them. It's not beating them down. It is lifting, giving them a hand up. Uh, I, uh, there was a vision my mother and the Lord had, and she saw me like on a rock, and there were people all in the water, and they were reaching their hand up to me. And I am believing God I'm going to pull some folk out of the Miley clay, with, uh, because when... When you find Jesus, you find the answer to all of your problems you, you not that everything is perfect but, uh, the the Je live by faith that means we don't always see the answer we have to believe it we We don't always. Uh, even in spite of our circumstances, there's a God that's bigger than our circumstances. He'll, he'll give you divine favor. He'll let you get that good job you need. You just start looking, looking up. Don't look down. Look up. Just look up if you're in trouble. Just say, Lord, help. And you know what? He will help. He will help. He will send you a job after this crisis. You may not have one now, but God can give you that right job. He can make you prosperous. And then you plant seeds, and you pay your tithes and plant seeds into Jonathan's ministry and and become a tither and see how God can bless your finances from there because, you know, we don't own everything we have. You know, 10% of it is God's, and really all of it is God's. We don't really own anything. So anyway, I'd love to have you here at my little prayer house, and um, God is so good. And yes, we love you, and we do support you here, and I've been telling people about you and sending you, you know, videos over to my friends and um uh, We'll keep you on our prayer partner list at the TV station, too. We have a group of prayer partners up there. Dove Broadcasting, WGGS, TV 16. And it was started even way back before. It was one of the first created gospel stations in America, and it's been here many years. uh, And uh, you can be interviewed by, you know, calling the number and um, getting a paper, and then they can schedule an interview for you here on their station. It goes around Asheville, Greenville area, Spartanburg, that kind of thing. And even on the Internet, it's broadcast, you know, broadcasting. So we'd love to have you on our station down here at Greenville, South Carolina. So, you know, we do have different ones. We've had all kinds of folks here, Richard Roberts. We've had uh, Steve Monson. Years past, we've had many different evangelists, so... Your Uncle Ted may have been here. I don't know. I've been there about 24 years as a prayer partner. So we'd love to have you here. And um, so <clears throat> hopefully we'll get, I want you, when you come to Greenville, we want you to be able to have a big enough service to uh, so you can minister to a lot of folk. So I don't know uh, if there may be a church around Augusta or somewhere, I don't know those people down there, but uh, I don't know any real big churches here that I can get you into. John Gray is here, you know, relentless, and he's on fire. So if you could connect with John Gray, man, that would be awesome. You can minister at the Relentless Church. It was redemption, you know, and now uh, Ron Carpenter went to California, and, and John Gray came, and it's called Relentless.
0: Yeah, well, so well, I, would, well, I, 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 I can tell you there two things.
2: Over there at that church, and then I be shouting out there praising the Lord and supporting you. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll tell you two things. You'll see that lady that you witnessed to again in heaven, and I'll see you in South Carolina if Jesus tarries. Man, that was Suzanne Tuck. If you need her, now I know why I felt led to take calls today. Big hand clap for Suzanne Tuck. That's, that's what I grew up with, you know. People make fun of that kind of stuff as old fashioned and out of date and not relevant. And they're, they're wrong. There's not anybody that they watched that didn't hear that. Just old time Pentecostals knew how and know how to let the Holy Ghost just flow out of them in their speech, in the song, just like the Bible says. And that's what got you know, that's what you should endeavor to be. That's what I want to be. I want my, my daughter to have memories like that. As me as her father. It it, it produces different kinds of people. And that's what God's going to do in the last days. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. God's not going to have a bunch of dead churchgoers. God's going to do like he did with Suzanne with your life, where you impact people without trying. That's God's plan for you in the last days. Make you a soul winner, make you a wrecking ball to the kingdom of hell. And I, I, for one, am very happy ahead of time to see what God's going to do in, in and through your life. What a great lady. That's why they can't take over America till after the rapture, because of the Suzanne Tucks all through the country. And you you got a little Suzanne Tuck in you. And the devil doesn't know what to do with people like Suzanne Tuck. You, you can't knock them down. You can't take them out. And what she has in her... Is what we have in us by the Holy Spirit. God bless you, Suzanne. You're great. There she is right there. Suzanne, I'm going to send you a a care package from our ministry. You were a blessing today. I look forward to talking to you in the future. Um, I'm glad you tuned in too, Candy. Glad for all of you that prayed with Suzanne and received Jesus Christ that said so in the comments. So we'll check the news in a few hours. And I'll give, of course, many people already gave without even being asked. But I know people, it's almost like you, you feel like giving today because you can tell that the COVID thing got knocked out. Put the new um, news magazine cover up. You got it, Rahm, or no? We have our new news magazine. It's getting made right now. It'll it'll ship next week. It says, The Stand, a decision to shine the light of the gospel, whatever the cost. And that's a picture from our Resurrection Sunday service that the devil absolutely did not like, which is a sign you're doing the right thing. So I'm going to send that. I actually... Write something from my heart to all our friends and partners Because many of you lost Facebook friends or real friends From taking the stand with me to continue to preach Even, even while the, they were unconstitutionally trying to shut churches down And so I'm going to um, I wanted to send you something That would let you know both why we're doing what we're doing And what I believe is going to happen in the future And it'll be an encouragement to you So we'll send that to everybody who gives today Along with why don't we send these out? People have liked these. This is the minister's topical Bible. This man on the cover pastored for 70 years, and he broke down everything he faced in life into 105 categories. What do you do when you feel inferior to those who are more successful than you? That's 91. And he has all the scriptures he would encourage himself. What do you do when you feel envious? What do you do when you feel rejected? What do you do when you feel betrayed? and all the scriptures he would use. So everything you're going to face in life is broken into 105 topics and uh, the scriptures that he would use to keep himself encouraged as a preacher for 70 years. So this is good whether you're a minister or not. So we'll send you the newsletter. We'll send the minister's topical Bible. And then a lot of people have been giving large offerings. If you give $1,000 or more, I send you, along with that, a Dake Annotated Reference Bible, which is... 33,000 full gospel notes or notes from a full gospel perspective. And in doing that, you stand with us to preach the gospel to your generation, to feed 1,000 kids a day, to teach the gospel daily, uh, national television on down the line. So I want to say thank you. Thank you, Nicola. Thank you, Mason. Hashtag donate on uh, Facebook. If you're in America, you can use Cash App, dollar sign RT Give. And uh, if all the convenient ways are confusing for you, then you can always just go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now. And it has probably about 13 different ways to give from all over the country. Thanks, John. I believe from Washington, Pennsylvania. Thanks, Kiana. A lot of givers today. I'm going to pray that God... You know what I'm going to pray? Every person who gives today, I'm going to pray out of Job 42.10... That anything that you lost during this time, God's going to restore double back to you and your family off of this seed, as you've continued to put the gospel first. Thank you, Kiana. Thank you, Kawika. Thank you, Angelina. Man, it's been a great day together. And the the let's check the news is going to be a can't miss tonight. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Thanks, Isaiah. Thanks Mark and Christy. So I'll give you about what one minute to sow and then I'll pray and then I'll leave you alone. When you plant the seed ask God to restore double everything that's been lost during this 30 days from hell. Thank you LaJoy. And next week we'll do a minister's institute. Thank you, Mason. Thank you, Mogollis. If you do Cash App or something that doesn't collect your information, take the second step and go to, thanks, James. Go to um, the claim your your offer so that we have your address and name and can send you a thank you gift. Thank you, Jasmine. Love you. It was great seeing you last Sunday. Hard to believe that was. Thank you, Carolyn. Hard to believe that was only a week ago. It feels like, like. A year. Thank you, Elisa. Boy, I might break the record for most individual givers today. It's a good time to sow. Cast your bread upon the waters, for it will return to you in many days. And you lay up, you store up for yourself against the day of trouble, the Bible says. You sow ahead of time, and then you have a harvest to collect where you're not playing from behind when the world goes crazy. Thanks, Veronica. (laughs) <laughs> Joy said Mrs. Suzanne I would love to have a grandma like you If you're adopting grown-ups let me know I was so blessed today Thank you Jamie Thank you everybody Great people Who gives in a time like this A proof to God That you're convinced about your covenant No question Thank you Candy Yeah, I'm doing six to six for the rest of the month. Thank you, Isaac. Love you, Robin. It's great seeing you in Florida. Suzanne, you did tremendous today. Thanks for letting the Lord use you. We're going to send you a nice thank you from our ministry. I know Magalas is watching, so. We're going to hook you up. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you that you're a restorer. Thank you that the devil's a thief, but you are a giver and a restorer, and you gave back to Job double everything that he lost. Every person who's lost during these 30 days are facing loss now. Thank you for double coming back to them. Thank you for a mighty harvest from their seed sown. Thank you that you're a great caretaker and provider. Thank you that you're still El Shaddai. Thank you that you're Jehovah Jireh. Thank you that you're Jehovah Rapha. Thank you that this virus, the tide is turned on. We give you the glory. We love you. Thank you for open doors. Thank you that the latter half of this year will be glorious. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. People still giving. Thank you, Thomas. Well, why not close out with that Jesus video that we played yesterday? You got that wrong? Don't mischeck the news. It's going to be great tonight. Till then, have the best day you've ever had. Jesus is Lord. We love you. God bless you. Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, or if you're listening to my wife's. Thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.